Chapter 14, Country Road Sirius, stop, calls Remus. Sirius ignores him, continuing down the road in front of the cottage he'd once felt so at home within. Now he feels faded, a pointless entity, like the ghost Remus has been calling him for over a week. His head throbs, sending an ache through the backs of his eyes, and he squeezes them closed, still not halting in his steps, though they become a bit staggered, giving the other man an opportunity to catch up and grip his shoulder, spinning him around. What do you want? He snarls in Remus's face, glaring at him with eyes that could melt most others to puddles of themselves, but Remus doesn't seem phased by the intense anger shining from their grey depths. I want you to stop, says Remus patiently, quietly. Just stop and think for a second. I'm not even sure where you think you're going. Where else would I be going, demands Sirius heatedly, wincing around the symbols clanging in his head. Saint Mungo's. I'm going to find myself. Maybe, fuck. Maybe this is just some fractured connection. Maybe if I, I don't know. Touch my own arm or something I'll sort of absorb back into me. That doesn't even make sense, but I don't know what else to do. Remus stares at him, his hand still gripping Sirius's shoulder. A couple walks past them, casting Remus odd looks at his stance and the fact that he'd seemingly been talking to himself only moments ago, but both men ignore them as the couple increase their pace. That's a stupid idea, says Remus finally, and Sirius opens his mouth to retort, eyes narrowing, but the other man stops him. I know you don't know what to do or what's happening, but this isn't a book, Sirius. It's not some muggle film where everything just slots back into place so easily. Something clearly happened to you, and until someone figures out what, I think you're stuck like this. Sirius begins to deflate under Remus's hold until he continues, saying. And you're going the wrong way. Sirius suddenly jerks away from him, Remus's arm dropping back to his side like a useless log. I know that, he bites out. And I don't care. I just need, I need, I, fucking Merlin on a tea table. He shouts the last bit at the ground, blood rushing into his face forcefully, his head throbbing harder, skull feeling as though it's ready to split in half. What do you need? asks Remus, still soft, little judgment in his voice. What do you need, Sirius? I don't know, cries Sirius, eyes snapping back up, landing on the other man briefly before he's spinning on his heels. I need answers. I need my life back. I need to talk to someone other than you, someone who doesn't despise my existence. I don't despise your existence, denies Remus quickly. I just, wasn't expecting your existence. It's been an adjustment. But Sirius isn't listening anymore, his words falling into a void where they don't matter anymore. His eyes have landed on an object gleaming in the light beside the cottage. The black of it is glossy and smooth, the chrome perfect and blinding. The bars at the top are expertly positioned at just the right height, something Sirius had fought with, using several different charms to get them adjusted. He can hear the rumbling of sounds even as it stands still and alone, abandoned just like him, images of chilled nights spent on a country road and the smell of pine and grease invading his senses. Do you see that? asks Sirius, cutting through whatever Remus is saying. The other man follows his gaze to the bike, 
frowning in confusion. That's mine. It's my bike. I've had it for years. Found it not long after I left Hogwarts. It was rubbish. James told me not to buy it, said I'd regret it, but I knew. I could tell what was beneath the surface of something so neglected. I spent ages fixing it up, giving it the life it deserved. I took care of it. Even charmed it to fly. Harry always loved going up with me. Sirius angles his head in Remus's direction but never removes his eyes from his bike. And there it is, untouched and unloved. I'm sure Lily or James protected it, but I doubt they do anything with it. He stops and grits his teeth together. It's mine, and it's here. Same as my jacket that I'm still somehow wearing. Same as all my other clothes and books and photos. Everything that's ever meant anything to me is here. And so am I, but I'm not, am I? Not really. They can't see me, can't hear or touch me. They're my family and I'm just, gone. Dead. Remus steps forward, pushing into Sirius's line of sight. You're not dead, Sirius, he says firmly. You said so yourself. They said it too. You're not dead. You're not a ghost, and I'm sorry for all the times I've called you that because you aren't. You're not hearing me, snaps Sirius. You're not hearing one word. I am nothing. To everyone that has meant anything to me, I don't exist except for laying useless in some bed in the fuck-off ward of a hospital where no one cares. And now I'm stuck with you, someone who doesn't know me and would rather I didn't exist at all. Remus rears backwards a little as though slapped, something hurtful flashing across his face, but Sirius doesn't care. I don't want you. I don't need you. Take my fucking flat. Enjoy it. Apparently, I don't need it anymore. I just want my family back. Remus stares at him, not speaking, mouth pulled into a thin line, brown eyes guarded and calculating. Sirius growls under his breath. Piss off, Remus, he shouts. Go. Get the fuck out of here. You don't want me and I don't need you. The other man's gaze never falters from Sirius's face, but his own expression hardens after a moment. Fine, he mutters, and then Remus is turning on his heel, his disappearance and the sharp crack signaling his departure. As soon as he's gone, Sirius feels as though a boulder is falling onto his chest. His air is sucked from his lungs, his bones feel brittle and pliant. Everything turns soft. He nearly screams as the worst pain he's felt so far rips through his head, turning his vision white and then black. And then he's being pulled through the tightest of tubes, the sensation far worse than apparition has ever been. Everything goes dark after that. 